Hey! Bug month. Drones on. We continue bug month. Third week of bug month. All June is bug month. Um, bug month. Uh, drones on this week with a 1954 sci-fi creature feature them. Starring three giant ants. That's right, they only made three of them. Uh, and while we do love a good giant uh, creature feature, giant animal thing, creature feature, uh, we found this one a little on the boring side. Left us with a bit to be desired. Um, although there are a lot of fun things going on, and the whole 50s aesthetic was fun, and we do have a really good time talking about it. So, yeah, we had a blast anyway, even though we found this movie a little bit boring. But, um, yeah, hope you guys dig it. Uh, also discussed this week, Mad God on Shudder 2022 just came out a couple couple weeks ago, last week. Uh, we discussed that, highly recommend that. But uh, yeah, read up on that one before you watch it. It is kind of a nightmare. Um, a beautiful nightmare and a wonderful experience. We absolutely loved it. Uh, but yeah, look into that before you watch it, if you haven't heard of it. Uh, and uh, Mel, Melissa continues discussing. She's on season two of Masters of Horror, her first watch. She did not watch it in 2006, 2005. Uh, she's on season two. She discusses episodes one and two. I talk about 1982's Visiting Hours, uh, starring Michael Ironside. And I also talk about Strange Behavior, a.k.a. Dead Kids, you might find it under. Uh, Strange Behavior slash Dead Kids. It has a, I think it has like another name, too. But anyway, that's from 1981. And I think that's it. This is Forsaken Cinema, episode 97. Uh, where is my skull butt plug? Your skull butt plug is in... Amanda's purse. Okay, well... She put it in her purse to... Are we referring to purse as vagina's purse or just purse Yes, purse? that's what we were talking about. Well, her her butt. Oh. It's a butt plug. Well, it's a wine stopper, but we call it the butt plug. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cool wine stopper. Yeah, I got that like a long time ago. Yeah, I was... And I uh, want it back. I was rummaging through my wife's uh, money... Purse. Purse, <laughs> looking for money. And, uh, wow. No. Um, well, I, I actually was. She's a server, so it's all cash. So yeah. I have to go in sometimes. She forgets to give it to me because I handle all of yeah, our Yeah, she doesn't give you your allowance. Financials. You yeah, when she doesn't give me my allowance, I start <laughs> yeah. stealing for her. I got to buy my cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I'll make sure it gets back to you. Yes, thank you. Because that makes me goth and I want to use it. Yes, it is very cool looking. I thought of like just being like, whoa, guess she lost this. I will kill you. But then you're going to be over my house one day. And, you're and gonna I'll be like, be like oh, hey, that's this is mine. mine. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show. <laughs> I'm your host, Chuck. And I'm your horror co-host, Mel. Indeed. Wait. Everyone loves Mel. this so much. Mel. Everyone loved that. We definitely didn't have just like three new listeners turn, and the, turn the show now off. now the episode's over. So it's a good thing you turned it off. Bye, everyone. No. <laughs> yes. Indeed, you are my horror co-host, Mel. Is that and you picking your the, nose? No, there's always hairs on this mic. It's because there's cats. It's a very hairy house. Yes, there's cats. Oh, on. look who's out. The That's newest, my new kitty. It's the newest cast member of Forsaken Cinema. Lydia. Your new kitty, Lydia. Ooh. No, she 
She oh, won't hiss or anything. She just gets a little she, scared. Yeah, of the she's dog. a little skittish with Meatball the dog around. And the cats. Carl's having like a pan, like a meltdown because oh, there's yeah. a new cat in the house. But Crumbs is like just avoiding her. Crumbs, yeah, he, she's. Uh, she's actually doing way better than I thought. Carl's the one who's like crying. Well, Crumbs, Mike and I were talking the other day. Crumbs is really mellowing out. Yeah, she does a lot of drugs. She does. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. For like her she's high every glaucoma day. and bunions and stuff. Her bunions. <laughs> wow. All Moving right. On. This is the weekly horror movie podcast in which Mel and I discuss our favorite and not so favorite horror movies based on a monthly theme. And that theme this month is bugs. bugs. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> that came along. <laughs> came, came together bugs. quite well. Bugs. We're all bugs all the time this month. Let's see. We've done... Uh, little creepy tick buggies that bite you and make you, make you hallucinate. Little? Well, you know, they scurry about. We never pointed out the fact in ticks that it doesn't matter where the ticks are, where they're scurrying yeah. in that movie. It makes like clicking noises everywhere. Yeah, they're, like, wearing, <laughs> they're wearing heels. Yeah, they're, they're wearing little <laughs> tiny tap dancing shoes. Aww. They're practicing for their big yeah. recital that they had coming up uh, in the 90s. Right. Uh, but we, yeah, we discussed little creepy crawly bugs. We discussed uh, somebody turning into a bug. Oh, beautiful. And this week we have giant bugs. And actually, fun fact, sometimes I just call Meatball Bug. You just I call do. him Bug? Why? Like I said his name. I was like, hey, Bug. Why? I don't know why. It's romantic, okay. right? I just it's heard so you call sweet. him Bubba. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah. I, I call, got that one from Pat. I call him Meat Man sometimes. Oh, Meat Man. It's Sir Meat Man to you. Mm. Sir Meat Man of Southern Jersey. Don't tell people that. He's a good dog. And now you have three cats again. Yes. And we're still planning to get a second dog after vacation. It's it's an animal house in here. In somebody called here. Somebody called Jim Belushi. Am I right? <laughs> somebody called John Landis. Real wow, animal house wow. in here. Am I yeah, right? You're, wow. Am I right? Wow. <laughs> are you right? <laughs> I mean, you're an animal. Here you are. I am an animal. Um. So, yeah. Bugs. We love them. We mm. love them in our movies. We don't love them in real life. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, so this week we're doing Giant Ants with 1954's Them. Is it 54? 1957? No, it's 54. I have it, I have it up right here. You're right. It is. I know I'm right. It was a, it was a quiz. I was just checking. It was a quiz. Are there any more questions? What is the <laughs> nope? <laughs> what is the nope? What it's is a, the nope? It's a movie coming out by Jordan Peele. All right, uh, wow. What, next month, August? I don't know, but that, that was good. You got I that right. very much looking forward to that. Yeah. That movie looks fucking cool. All it the does. people getting sucked up into the air and shit. Yes, but when I go like, let me get two tickets to Nope, I'm out of here. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, but yes, we will be talking about 1954's Them a little later. Yes. Uh, but first, I have a correction to last week's episode. Well, was it last week or is it more than a week ago now? Well, it will be more than a week because we're releasing this late. We're releasing on a Friday. Yeah. We had Father's Day and Junk. Yeah, who does that? Who celebrates Father's Day? I know, stupid. Ew. But I have a correction to last week's Something episode, you said? Which, yes, yeah, something I said. Um, Typical. Which I'm going to try to do from like here on out. Yeah, we'll have smart. a little corrections part. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Felipe was not in the movie Existence. It was Jude Law. I wow, don't know. they don't even look I know. similar. I'm listening There's back. There's like 20 years difference between those two. Not I'm, like 10. I'm editing and I'm like, okay. And then I start talking about Existence with Ryan Felipe. I'm like, What? Ryan Felipe was not I believed in existence. You. <laughs> was I feel ball. like I was misled. You were. I yeah. misled everyone. I'm a fucking liar. That's what mm. I am. Uh, hmm. But anyway, yes, I am fully aware that Ryan Felipe was not in existence. It was Jude Law. Great. Um, the guy who I, yeah, cheated again, on his wife with the babysitter. Again, 
I don't know what movie I was thinking of mm. when I said Ryan Felipe's stupid mistake to make. I'm sorry, everyone. Please don't take. I feel bad for saying I can't even name a Ryan Felipe Please don't movie. take my movie buff badge from me. Movie buff badge. <laughs> a buff movie badge. A buff mo- movie. Yes. Movie badge buff. Right. Okay. All right. Moving on. It's getting dangerously close to using the word muff. <laughs> you just did. Ah, oh, shit. I did it. I broke the seal. What? What? <laughs> Are you peeing right now? I'm peeing everywhere. <laughs> Ooh, spoil, spoiler spoiler alert. Uh, this will be the second episode. I don't know why I tell you this now. But this will be the second episode where I get to talk about bloody urine. Anyway, how are you? And uh, what did you well, watch? <laughs> um, I am well, thank you. And I watched some things. But I know um, one thing you watched. Do you want to talk about that first? I do. All right. Well, for the people at home that's all of you <laughs> well, all, well you could be at work they might not be at home you could be i'm using my car when i listen to podcasts oh i listen to every, all my podcasts at work but that's just me anyways <sighs> we watched not together no but separately definitely not but when i watched it you're in my house i was and i i could tell that i was annoying you when i popped my head yeah. in you're like, I, what are you watching i, I was like you can't fucking tell. i guess i got strong get the fuck out of here <laughs> vibes you're like you want me to leave and i was like yeah i was, yes. joking, I was like do you really want me to go you're like yes <laughs> <laughs> anyways we watched mad god yes mad god on shutter but let me redo a synopsis real quick just in case a yes. corroded diving bell descends admit admit Oh, here we go. It's one of them episodes. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> We're getting a classic Mel episode amidst, today. Maybe she'll add a letter to a word. A ruined city and the assassin emerges from it to explore a labyrinth of bizarre landscapes inhabited by freakish denizens. Yeah, that's putting it pretty lightly. Yeah, oh man. Um, this is directed and written by uh, Phil Tippett. Over the last 30 years. And he worked really hard on this, so oh, you, you can tell. tell. Oh my God, it's he poured like, his entire motion. life into this. Yeah, it's incredible, if you ask me. Not for just everybody, though, because... Oh, no, this is not for everyone. There were some visuals in this. I won't even say, like, this is for the faint... This isn't for the faint of heart. This is... This is horror movie only territory. For the record, I watched this completely sober. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't smoking. But I felt like oh, I yeah. was he smoking felt like you were on drugs. while yeah, watching this. For sure. It's a yeah. trip. Uh, this movie is such a trip. In a good way, though. Yes, in a very good way. It's, uh... I had problems even calling this a movie. Well, and I mean that with like the utmost respect because yeah. to me it was almost more than that. It it almost felt like a like like a like an art piece. Oh yeah. Like you were watching like some piece of like abstract. Mm-hmm. A lot of the reviews art. were like the the negative reviews were just complaining about that. They're like this is just art. It. This is art yeah. house. Yeah, there's but who no, cared? That's awesome. Like story. I mean, there's a bit of a story. There's a definitely bit. some themes in here. I oh think, yeah, yeah, for sure. But I'm not. I'm not watching it for any story. I'm watching no. it because these visuals remind me of like a Tool music video and Pink Floyd the Wall. Yes. But even heavier and I, had my heart racing. There was a there was a reviews that you just talked about where mm-hmm. people were like there was no story what a pointless movie i was bored the whole time which how the fuck yeah you seriously a- call this movie anything you want but boring boring really yeah. this is one of ones where there was like a, like certain parts where i like literally just put my phone down and yeah. i just like looked at my screen ask amanda towards the to, like towards like i see there was acts like mm-hmm. towards the end of it i was on the edge of my couch yeah. no phone yeah. just staring like bug-eyed at the screen just going oh my god <laughs> 
seriously there was like one scene that like i really really liked even though it freaked me the fuck out and like i know like you mentioned that like, the score was like kind of the only thing you weren't too crazy about but there was a scene where it was just like bam 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 yeah. and my heart was just racing yeah. i was like what was sweating. Do you he was like or can you not i think i can it's not really spoilers in yeah this it's movie. only like a scene he's like going through that guy's like chest cavity and body and he's like pulling all the oh, blood yeah, and the coins God, out that was and the paper yeah. and it's just the the yeah. score was just like bam bam and yeah. it was just like i was like sweating yeah the score was okay i guess i didn't mean to say that the score was bad but i was gonna no, say, say it was bad the one thing that people said was that it was boring and then the other thing that people said was like i was just waiting for like the heavy metal or the tool music to come in and like yeah. it didn't and it just it really killed the movie for me like really you well i don't want to be that person but tool fucking sucks <laughs> oh no oh i'm sorry <laughs> they have some good songs but i really don't i don't All get right. it i don't get it man they're just uh, weird I haven't listened to a lot of Tool, but everything I've heard from I Tool, I listened to I them liked. a lot in high school. Oh, really? I was one of those those kids. Wait, you so. listened to them a lot, but yeah, you like, I don't what? think they're good. <laughs> Wait, you didn't think they were good back then? There was a couple songs I liked. But okay. I was like, um, but yeah, man, it's hellish movie. So you described that one scene. I want to describe just to give people that are on the fence about watching it. This is the kind of thing that you're gonna get. Ooh. Amanda said out loud during this scene. Uh, she was on her phone most times. Yeah, because I can't see her watching no, this. This is not Amanda. Because Michael walked by the bathroom and stopped and like looked at this. And he was like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Amanda looked up from his screen. and She was like, Chuck, really? <laughs> Chuck. I feel like I know what scene. Chuck, come on. All right. So there's a scene where he's going down and he's yes! seeing all this hella shit. And there's this row of people. They're huge. They're like mm -hmm. giants. Yes. But they're all strapped into these electric chairs Dude. and their heads are covered and they're being zapped and they're all mm -hmm. suffering. Mm -hmm. You can tell they're all there for an eternity just being shocked. Yeah. And there's there's no bottoms on their chairs. Oh, my God. They're Dude, just this is so fucking gross. shitting into a funnel, like just pouring watery shit yeah. into this tunnel and it, is and it keeps going down and, and down it's like a rue goldberg machine it's going yeah. down and twisting and pipes and stuff it eventually ends over this giant head uh-huh with this mouth open Wide and the head open. looks insanely right, crazy so and it's just eating all of the shit yeah it like and then it keeps going gag. down further and there's mm -hmm. like tubes coming out of the back of his mm -hmm. head and it's all this mangled mess mm -hmm. of like of like uh M like mechanical mm -hmm. like there's there's gears and there's tubes and there's conduit and wires and all this shit yep. it keeps going down further and further and uh then then he turns the shit into something else and it just gets weirder yeah that was the point where i was like and that was pretty early on yeah. too that's when amanda was like what like are you serious yeah i knew, I knew exactly like the <laughs> but, part you were gonna reference but that's when ooh. i put down my phone and i was like oh yeah. shit i gotta watch this Same. shit literally <laughs> It's like a train wreck, yeah. like a beautiful, and like, it's just constructed, just keep adding on intentional and on train wreck to just the uncomfortableness. I think I read a review that was like, this felt like it was made in like a dumpster or something, but like in a good way, mm -hmm. like everything felt like it was touched by like a dumpster. Yeah. It was just gross and amazing. And you could see all the hard work Phil Tippett put into it. Yeah. Phil Tippett, if you're not familiar, did uh, special, special effects on like everything yes. uh, most notably probably jurassic park Jurassic Park. First, he did some star wars the first jurassic park yeah he worked yeah. on star wars robocop you know all of that so but i think he really i think jurassic park is like his crowning achievement yeah so he definitely yeah i because those are some of the yeah. best effects anyone had ever seen in their lives oh yeah definitely did a lot of starship out. troopers you starship know. troopers yeah yeah uh, uh we should have done that for bug month that's not really a horror movie no though. it's not has horror strong horror elements but yeah, definitely Magod. 
insane. Does it was Denise bad. Richards get naked in that movie? I can never remember. I don't think she was naked. I don't though. think she does, which is disappointing. <laughs> um, I'm a Denise Richards fan. Yeah, we talked about Denise Richards in the last did. episode. We did. Wild things. Oh, right. I forgot about that conversation. You make my heart. Sorry, sorry. I'm done. No, you, you don't have to be done. Keep going. <laughs> you make song. everything. All right, now be done. Groovy. <laughs> okay. Wild things. Wow. Anyways, so Mad God, I highly recommend. Don't quit your day job. <laughs> I won't because it pays my bills. Right. I know that I can't sing. That doesn't stop me, though. It should. I'm joining your band. It's fun. No, I'm going to be your new singer. Dude, I will pitch to the guys. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> I'm going to come in for a rehearsal. It's going to be do great. It. We should do that. It'd be so funny. Like, yeah. make it real serious. And, like, guys. <laughs> I'm going to sing so my So, Melissa has words. been tr- practicing without you guys knowing. She's been getting lessons for the last, like, four years now and she's actually like really really good michael's gonna not and Ni- no michael be on board too he'd oh, be yeah. like yeah she's been really like trying really hard and then mike and i when you sing just sing as Straight bad as you face. can and Straight we'll be face. like we'll be like like yeah right like she's great i'm right? a yoko ono shout like <laughs> <laughs> <That'd be so laughs> let's fun. do that yeah we should totally do that um, anyway anyway mad god i <laughs> highly recommend it although i don't think it obviously we it's put not, out, gonna, it's be not gonna be for everyone no it is hellish yeah it is nightmare fuel and from i definitely think that end. there are some uh tr- i don't know i think there's some triggering moments in this so maybe if you're oh, mental yeah, health, yeah, not yeah, in yeah. a good place mentally don't watch this yeah yeah definitely yeah read a little bit and check out some imagery and some Please, themes in yeah. this before you watch it because my heart was racing yeah. i was like oof. yeah it's very it's one of the most it's one of the most creative movies i've oh, yeah. ever seen insane. in my life yeah, yeah insane but i loved it Cool. Yeah. Right. We highly recommend it. All right. Now to me. Now to Mel. I have two more episodes of Masters of Horror for you. Masters of Horror. I am. St- I just started the second season. So this is what that's going to be about. The okay. first two episodes. Uh, episode one, The Damned the damned Thing. The Damned Thing. The Damned Thing. The Damned Thing. It's Damned. Uh, and thing. it's a thing. Yeah. Apocalyptic tale of a monstrous forest which devastates Sheriff Kevin Rattle's family and his small Texas town. Sheriff Rattle thinks there's a connection between the mysterious invisible force which made his father kill his mother back in 1981, and he sets out to uncover and stop the so-called damned thing before it decimates the whole town by forcing the residents to kill each other and then finally themselves. Okay, this was directed by Toby Hooper. He did the Dance of the Dead from season one, which was... Not a favorite. No. Um, and it's based on a short story by Ambrose Bierce. Bierce. Bierce? Bierce. And it stars Sean Patrick Flannery, who people know from usually the Boondock Saints, and he's done like a million Boondock Saints. Uh, Powder. Okay. Do you remember Powder? Nope. You don't remember? That's right. We've had this conversation. Yes. Have we had this conversation on the show I before? I think we have. I think we fucking have. And okay. I think Mike well, was on. Do you mind? Oh, I'm just so excited. I think you need to calm down. I remembered. Just simmer down now. And you haven't seen... That was probably two years ago? And I still haven't seen it. And you still <laughs> I don't know if you recommended it. If you did, I'm definitely not watching it. If you want to watch like one of the most hokey, like straight up 90s movie. I mean, it is a 90s. But it's not horror. There's horror elements. Because I don't have time for it if it's not horror. No, there's horror elements, but just definitely not horror. It's more of a supernatural drama. And then on top of that, you know, you got like the Umbrella Academy coming out the new season. You got Obi-Wan's final episode. And you got the boys. Yeah, I got time for all that. That's true. You don't. Nah, I don't watch powder. No, I'm not going to. If you ever get in the mood for just like a what the, it's not even really a what the, I guess it is kind of a what the fuck 90s movie. But I remember when that movie came out in the early 90s, it was huge and 
I'm going to stop talking about powder yeah, now. That's fair. Nobody cares. Uh, so this episode also <laughs> has Ted Raimi has a small role as a pastor or priest or Ooh, something of the sort. Love Ted Raimi. I thought you rewatched these episodes now. I watched the first season probably. Uh, I thought you were going to I thought you were going to start watching the second season to prepare for my reviews. Yeah, I said that I was going to do that <laughs> and then I didn't do that. You know what? That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> nah. I also have too much that I want to watch yeah, and not it. nearly enough time. That is a problem. Like I'm like thinking about for the next episode like am I going to have to not get any sleep to watch everything Plus, I watch? Plus I remember watching I've seen at least 3 or 4 episodes from the second season and i don't remember liking any of them so yeah they, I was just these definitely like, at least the ones i've seen so far have been a bit of a letdown compared to the first season yeah but there's, there's a reason it didn't go into like seasons four and five it didn't just, even go to season three i mean three right that's fine you didn't go into four or five either so you're True. on something <laughs> so anyways the ratings are low in this one similar to um toby hooper's first season episode so i was a little nervous going into this one it starts with a flashback to 1981 when sheriff Reddle, who's a little kid witnesses his father murder his mother and then his father be murdered by a mysterious entity thing you don't see it it's in invisible i guess but makes dinosaur noises uh <laughs> like the babadook yeah but like Do not you as, the babadook? yeah but not it made as, like weird velociraptor noises but not as sexy obviously oh yes babadook yeah. was quite the ladies icon, man so. yeah is it gay icon that's what people say oh that's right i forgot about that yeah yeah one of us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this episode is very vague and a bit confusing all around, I'm going to be honest. The camera choices here are also odd. I don't know what Toby Hooper does like with his choices for this show. Oh, but the first season episode I hated when he was making the flashy camera. This one is similar. I guess it's his thing at this point. He was point. making with the flashy flashy. Make it, yes. <laughs> and the, ooh, dizzy, dizzy. <laughs> so there's spinning, shaky cameras, chaotic visuals with lots of flashing lights. Um, I will say the lighting is good otherwise. Dark and dreary, which seems to fit for the episode. It feels moody and brooding. Uh, the pacing is rough. Like 15 minutes of the beginning flashback is like after the dad shoots the mom and he runs around outside going, Kevin! Kevin! Like 400 fucking times. Like because, Home Alone. Yes, but not as fun. Because <laughs> he's no. looking for his son who's hiding in a tree because I think he's going to kill him too. Right. Kevin! Kevin! And it literally, like 15 minutes of the hour is just him running around in a circle <laughs> saying Kevin. So what the heck? What? What happened to you, Toby? Yeah. Well, rest in peace, rest man. Rest in peace, Toby. You made some really great stuff. But then, you, I'm sorry, he fell off towards the <laughs> end. Let's be real. Lost your... Uh, mm, you luster. Lo you lost your way. Yeah. Uh, so the high points of the episode would be a few fun and bloody gory deaths. The flashback father's death contains him getting like pulled, his guts getting pulled out by a mysterious like invisible creature. Yeah. So that's cool. There's a scene where a girl was in a car accident and then when the sheriff goes to pick her up to take her to the hospital because he has no like reception there or whatever, her like lower half pulls off and she's missing her lower body. Ooh, that's fun. So there's like some good fun stuff like that. But the rest of the episode doesn't hold up. Uh, Flannery is a decent actor. You could tell he's really trying to sell what he's been given. Yeah. But it's not working i'm what? mostly bored what what happened to flannery too i think he's just taken what he can get yeah, he no fell, shade to him he but fell into obscurity yeah last movie i saw him in which i think he's done Don't other say, stuff i think he's done powder tv no, it was powder no <laughs> no it was a uh, it was that movie that took like eight years to make and the guy died before it was released oh you've already lost uh, me the uh, um um what's his name barryman or no um Barry, the, the dude from The Hills Have Eyes, was in it. 
Okay. Yeah. That's ex- yeah. Sure. Uh, it was a pretty. It was a cool movie. I, I wanna, feel like we talked about it. it. Yeah. We did. I talked about it on the show. Well, and you I gave the full... look it up, and I'm gonna just keep reading okay. this. So this this episode was mostly boring, a poor pacing. The score is weird, southerner, southernery, southern southernery. I don't know what I'm saying here. It's from the south because they are in a southern town. I presume by the cowboy hats, but doesn't add anything especially rememberable. Um, rememberable. Rememberable of remembrance. <laughs> Uh, did you get that yet? No. Michael Berryman and the yes. movie was. Hold on. I'm going to wait for. As there's a video game name. Oh, the e- Evil Within. Oh, it's a video. That's the. No, it wasn't. It wasn't based on the video game. But the video game has the same name. The, yeah, there's a video game with the same name. I don't but think I've ever seen uh, this. It came out in 2017, and yeah, there was this whole crazy backstory with it with the director, who spent years and I think it was more than eight years. Did you watch it? Yeah, it's pretty Did good. You, yeah? It's an interesting movie. Yeah, I, I, it's not great. I don't know if you can tell, but I was yawning because this is boring. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm Go just ahead. kidding. No, that's fine. Is it horror? Yes, it's straight up horror. Recommended? Not recommended. I mildly recommend okay, it. Okay. It has an interesting uh, premise, but it's a little, it's kind of a B movie. Okay. So Sometimes those are not, good. It's not bad. Honestly, the history behind it was more interesting than the movie. Yeah, it's usually, <laughs> yeah, that tends to happen sometimes, yeah, especially yeah. when they take forever to make it. Yeah, it was some tragic story. He died like a year before it was released, finally. It's a shame. Yeah, he never got to see it. <laughs> that sucks. Well, he's looking Spent his down. whole, li- whole life on it. Uh, All right, moving on. Moving on. Okay, back to the episode. Nah, so, back to the episode. It might have been really cool if they kept with the mysterious invisible monster killing people, making people kill themselves, each other, because it does that too, which is a bit messy, like mm. all of that. But then it turns to this oil monster revenge thing. I don't know. It was like literally a giant oil monster, monster made of oil. Yeah, cool. I don't know. It wasn't cool, man. Sounds cool. It was really dumb. And it was like, well, he's making them kill each other and themselves. And then he comes, oh, I'm an oil monster. I'm going to do the killing now too. All right, buddy. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to get in on this. I wish they didn't make this the first episode of the new season because I feel like when this came out, people would have been waiting for the new season. The last season lit off really good. Imprint was the last episode of the first season. It's yes. amazing. And they're like, yeah, Masters of Horror is back. And then you get this and you're a bit <laughs> let, let down. Like, so, uh, yes. The first episode, I do not recommend. Okay. It is a damned thing. It is a damned thing. And I watched the second episode of se- season two, which is called Family. And this one I remember quite vividly. And oh, I do enjoy this one. I remember this one. This is the one with um, Went. Yes. Uh, uh, from what, Cheers. Yeah, from Cheers. Yes, George Went. George Went. Norm on Cheers. Uh, this so, one was pretty cool. Yeah, I liked this yeah, one yeah, yeah. a lot. So this one definitely is a high point. So I wish they started with this one and then they could disappoint us. Like, yeah, and disappoint us later. Yeah. So... Uh, the premise, synopsis, Harold is a seemingly peaceful neighbor in a quiet American Midwestern town, but he's actually a murderous psychopath setting a Aww, trap on a he? couple that he has just moved in across from him. Yes. I felt so bad for Dude, him. I know. It's weird because he's just like sad and oh, lonely. He's so sad and but messed up. Dude's crazy. Oh, yeah. He's obviously crazy. He has like yeah. some form of schizophrenia. So this is directed by John Landis. So, oh, wait, that makes sense. So it's great. He also directed Dear Woman from season yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's uh, a lot of humor in this one, oh, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. hilarious, actually. Uh, stars George Wentz, like we mentioned, uh, as Harold. He's Norm on Cheers. And he's he's also was in VFW. Yes, he was in Bliss. Yeah. He, yeah, he was uh, in some other stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. This is a straight-up horror, <laughs> dark comedy. So, as you should know, the score is great and really funny. Uh, it actually gives you, like, a heartfelt family movie vibe. Yes. Which is, like, hilarious because... 
It is definitely not. Yeah, I love how the tone doesn't fit what's yes, happening. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, and then you have like one of the first shots is like um, George Wentz's character dissolving the skin off of a corpse in the basement while listening to like, gospel music. Yeah. And it, it's magical. There's some nice <laughs> gross effects here. You see like he's using an acid that's like melting away the skin and he's like going through these processes this process because he's actually making family members with the bodies of the people that he kills and then he has conversations with them which is creepy and funny uh and you see it from his point of view too like they're alive in his head but then you also see our point of view and it's like those are skeletons with wigs amazing and he's like moving them around and you could tell like he's really serious about this oh he's yeah he's very yeah very much broken so he's <laughs> making these family members with the bodies of people that he kills uh which is great and yeah sure the guy is murdering people but he's fun loving and means well it's, yeah he's you know you really do kind of like him we in a all, weird fucking way we need we all have to find coping mechanisms yeah he's just trying to put together the perfect family what's so wrong with that getting through the world hey he doesn't know yeah. so is it really wrong exactly he doesn't know that he's killing people so i I think well he does to a point (laughs) but you know he does very much know he means well he's just having a you know he still loves them he does (laughs) he gives them a good home roof over their heads exactly they just happen to be dead skeletons Uh, so you get to see the process, melting the flesh off, putting the bones together. You get to see what he goes on his zany, brainy little mind <laughs> when he interacts with his family. Right. And then the ending, there is a twist uh, with the new couple. Uh, they're not there by chance. There is like a revenge justice plot. And it's so well done and enjoyable. Uh-huh. Like you didn't, I didn't expect it. I expected them just to be like, oh, they're also killers or something. And this is like a double killer thing. Mm-hmm. But there's like even deeper um, meaning. And it's, I love this episode. Hands down probably going to be the best one yeah, the of the twist, second season the twist rocks too yes. the twist is so good and it definitely punches you, don't, you oh, pretty you don't hard. see it coming no. at all you will not figure out the twist mm-hmm. and it's there the whole movie uh, yep yep <laughs> no it's great uh definitely highly recommend this one um like i said I've, it'll probably be the highest one of the season i season have a bad two. feeling but anyways a bad feeling about this <laughs> that is what i've watched very good. Now, please, Great job. tell me about yourself. How art thou and what have you watched? Great work. And I am good. I hope your Father's Day was well. My Father's Day was fun. We went to the zoo for a little bit. Ooh, and then the we zoo. went to uh, Double Nickel Brewery, which is my new favorite place in the yeah, whole world. Yeah, we'll have world. to go together sometime, all of us. Yeah, I was suggesting to Mike that we totally should. Yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. These stupid hairs of this mic. They're driving me nuts. I like you texted me and then I didn't see it for like three hours. So Yeah, so my wife speculated something. That turned out to be true. It was very true. <laughs> it's like four hours. Look, we were having a good time. I guess so. <laughs> you enjoyed your Father's Day. Enjoyed my Father's Day. And Mike and I were boning. Got it. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, I leave him alone. They'll probably fuck him. She was and not I, wrong. And I was like, no, nah, I don't think so. It's been like three hours. Dude. <laughs> and then he texted me back. I don't even... I, I, we're gonna move on i can't even describe what was happening okay. it was fun though <laughs> you're like anyway um <laughs> so yeah had a great father's day and i wanted to watch the movie father's day oh so i convinced amanda to, how'd that work oh she made it to like the third scene she was just like chuck <laughs> really did you already review this one? Really yeah. Ch- yeah, a while ago I did. Yeah. Yeah, it's a gruesome. Well, it's not even a gruesome movie. I tried to tell her. I was like, look, all this stuff is funny. And she's like, I don't understand. You mean I, you didn't watch the 1997 comedy with Robin Williams and Billy Crystal? 
What is that also called Father's yeah. Day? No, I'm talking about the Astron Six uh, I, I know trauma movie. Um Yeah, we got to the part where uh that dude is fucking that severed head and Amanda was like, Chuck, why would you why would you think I would watch this? <laughs> and I was like, Oh that's funny, right? It's, like, it's funny. This isn't funny. So we turned it off. But it's fu- it's your day. Yeah, that's what I said too, but it's Father's Day. I wanna watch this. And she's like, I'm not watching this. So anyway, didn't watch that. Aww. But I did watch two movies yes. that I will talk about thusly. I found I was really in the mood last week thusly. for 80 slashers. Shocking. Uh, well, I haven't watched any in a while. I've been talking about new movies. I watched Mad God. It was a new movie. Um, but yeah, I found this list of 80 slashers like you've never heard of. I actually found some on the list that I had never heard of. Exactly. Uh, so I was happy to find them and watch them. Well. Uh, the first one I lied. I've heard of it. <coughs> Excuse, Excuse me. me. <laughs> Stop. What the hell was that? Is that some kind of mind game? Is that some kind of power move? What? No. Are you trying to take over my life? That's life. <laughs> That's life. What did um, we watch? Okay. Visiting. I've heard of it before. I just never seen it. Um, but I've seen it around and I knew like, I knew a little bit about it. But uh, visiting hours. I was going to say visiting hours. Yeah. 82. 88. 88. <laughs> Oh, no, 1982. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was right. I'm sorry. I'm in your head. You are. Stop. What is going on? You are in my head. I was, I was sure this movie was 1988. It's 82. It is 1982. Visiting hours. A psychotic murderer searches for his next victim, a TV newswoman who survived an earlier attack in a big city hospital. What a dick. Uh, this is directed by Jean-Claude Lord. Van Damme. And it is starring Jean-Claude Lord Van Damme. <laughs> he added another name in there. Uh, this is starring Michael Ironside, uh-huh. uh, Lee Grant, mm. and William Shatner. I see that. Yeah, I never really, I never realized he was uh, ever in a horror movie, um, other than uh, Halloween. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sort of. Um, Wasn't he like in another horror movie where he's like a radio disc jockey or something? I don't know. And it's like kind of like a little cameo he has. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Are making that about. up? Uh, he was in a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, so do One you recall that where he's in the plane? iconic yeah. Twilight episodes. Anyway, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, I thought it was a pretty interesting 80s slasher. Uh, we not only get the point of view of the victims and main characters, like, cool. you know, typically we get, you know, like, oh, there's an attacker and we'll get little POV of the killer, you know, think mm-hmm. like Friday the 13th and stuff. We'll, that's the kind of slasher we normally get, which is fine. Those are great. They're campy and fun. Um, but this one, we not only get the point of view and the lives of the victims and the mm-hmm. characters, but we also get, a it's almost like 50-50, uh, a look into the serial killer's life because we're following him around too. Yeah. And we're seeing what he's doing in his apartment, what he's plotting. Um, we see him stalking. We get little peeks into his past life through flashbacks and like what, what exactly turned him into a serial killer, mm-hmm. which uh, sucked. It was, you know, abuse and... Yeah. His parents were, you know, all the, all this stuff, um, <clears throat> which again almost makes you feel sorry for the guy. But he's Michael Ironside; yeah, he's just yeah. so evil looking. Um, so yeah, it was pretty cool. It gets very dark at certain points. Um, yeah, and overall, I recommend it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, it wasn't incredible, but yeah. uh, I'll go into some details. Uh, again, Michael Ironside is looking as evil as he ever did in this movie. He plays a fantastic serial killer. Um, he does unhinged evil really, really well. If you've ever seen Scanners and mm-hmm. 
pretty much anything else he's been in. He was in. To- he's always a villain. Like I don't think he- has he ever played just like a straight up normal character, know. like a you know. Probably. Probably. But those aren't the type of movies we're nah, watching. Not at all. Um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed his performance. I thought he was great. I thought he was acting his ass off, and uh, he's very skeevy, very deranged, very psychotic. Great job, Michael Ironside. Um, uh, Lee Grant is a feminist news anchor trying to affect positive change for women in the media. Hey. And, just in, and just in general, you know, her whole thing is, um, like I said, she's trying to, you know, she's trying to be this like hard hitting reporter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and that kind of seemed to be a theme in the movie was like they were pointing out like a lot of these, you know, things that women had to deal with back yeah. in the 80s, you know, this and this. Uh, female news reporters really going after like the patriarchy and, and really sticking it to people um, uh, and the dude stalking her and just to add to that whole theme uh, Michael Ironside's character the, the stalker dude is a sexist, misogynist racist, oh bigot he loves abusing women, he doesn't just kill there's a scene where he like, he just beats this woman up for no reason wow. yeah he doesn't like him um, and that has to do with his mother and his past and stuff which is pretty interesting um, Ain't no excuse. But he's also, did I say he's also a racist and a yes. bigot? He hates yeah. everyone. Oh, my God. And it's just an evil dude that just wants to kill everyone. And he doesn't... Well, it's good that you don't root for him. Yeah. He doesn't um, He doesn't have, like, a solid MO either, which I don't know if this is, like, not good writing, but, like, he just kills everyone. He don't give a shit. Um, which made him even... What is happening over there? <laughs> Michael's just walking to the bathroom the potty. and just- being ridiculous uh yeah so anyway that theme is definitely there through much of the movie lee grant's character uh this this news reporter is marginalized condescended to and ignored by men like almost a hundred percent in some scenes will shatner is her boss and her friend Mm -hmm. and it, it opens with her um she's grilling this guy on tv this lawyer who is defending this guy and it's it's like a he said, she said case, except it's not. It's a pretty cold, cold cut case that this dude, like, I can't even remember. I watched this two weeks ago. He did something to this woman and everybody's kind of like, well, that's hearsay. Well, maybe she fell down the stairs or whatever it was that she said. No one was there. How can we know? And yeah. she's like, there's all, all this evidence and like, you're not even listening to her. And he's like, she's like really giving it to him mm-hmm. and like, you know, really pointing out the holes in his logic and all this stuff. And uh, Will Shatner comes down and like he's like, we can't air this, you know, we can't air this at all. Think that people are gonna get mad. Like you can't talk to people like this and all this stuff. Lame. And you know she's flipping out because like you know Will Shatner basically says like you went too too hard on him. You went too far. Mm-hmm. Um, and he and Will Shatner's character also doesn't believe her. Oh my god! At all that she's being stalked. He belittles her fears. Like and. But the movie also plays it that he's like, ah, come on. He's like her friend, too, and he's just looking out for her. But anyway, yeah, so definitely um, I felt like the film was pointing out a lot of shit that women had to deal with in the 80s. Um, I thought I had more than that. I could have sworn I wrote more than that. Hold anyway. On. Michael. What's happening? My mom wants to know if we're available Saturday, July 2nd. Barbecue. Are you available July 2nd for a barbecue? That's the day after our 
That's the day after our party. What? Okay. Sorry. My mom texted me. You good? You can finish. No, go. Please, I'm listening. Okay. So I wasn't listening, actually. But I'm listening now. <laughs> okay. Yes. My mom don't listen. Okay. Oh, I'll wait until you're done. <laughs> I'm just typing a bunch of letters now. I'm not actually. You're not even typing? <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> all right. You good? Whoop. Yep. All right. I'll cut all that stuff out. Nope. Don't. No, that's boring shit. Nobody wants to hear that. Everyone wants to know about my plans. No. Um, so, yeah, again, just to reiterate, I thought that was a very, very strong theme in the movie uh, was the whole, you know, yeah. point, pointing things out. It's still, you know, it still wasn't great because there was never any real, like, resolution to any so of that stuff. So you're going to say something no. positive about that? Or are you going to say, like, your stupid jokes where you're like, women are dumb and they shouldn't be in the newsroom? <laughs> this movie, honestly, this movie didn't, <laughs> feel like jokey like that it was yeah. very much more serious and honestly while i was watching it i was getting a little upset and i was like this is fucked up man like no one's listening to her like how enraging would that mm -hmm. be like if nobody like as, like if nobody listened to me when i said someone was stalking me I would be uh, furious. Yeah. But this is stuff that happens to Yeah, women. I know. And yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't really feel like joking this time because it was really pissing me off. Mm -hmm. Like, damn, women really did go through it and still are. Yeah, and like, absolutely. I, I didn't, I didn't feel like in the mood to joke. Do you want me to joke about it? I can. <laughs> no, I just expected you to. It's you. I mean, I mean, most of this ha stuff happening is her fault. Oh my, here we go. Yeah. Like, you yeah, know, she's wearing like, those low cut shirts <gasps> and stuff. And How dare she? <laughs> no, what I'm a just... hussy. What a strumpet. <laughs> she asked for it. Wow. That's that might have been. I can't remember what the dude in the beginning was saying about yeah. the woman because he was def he was a lawyer defending the man, and he was saying all this stuff like hearsay. It was her fault. She brought it on herself. Like yeah, all, that's what they all say. All this bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, trash. I mostly enjoyed this movie. It's a little long. It was How are the kills? Hour forty five. Oh, that's way too long. Uh, the kills. A lot of them were were decent. There's a. Uh, there could have been more. Yeah. I thought there could have been. There was some off screen stuff and some stabbing and wasn't well it's a slasher i imagine there's yeah. plenty of stabbing yeah yeah there was lots of stabbing that was his, <laughs> his uh modus operandi and there you know like i said Ooh, it gets, we have big words over gets here. a little dark you know um like he stabs this girl in front of her kids at one point Ooh, which ouch. is a light spoiler there i mean who told her to have the kids but um yeah it's a little too long some of the pacing was off mm -hmm. some of some towards the end of the movie it's kind of like can we i know you're building suspense and stuff but like i'm i'm ready for this to be over yeah the ending was very cool okay. i liked the ending um uh and there wasn't anything all that cheesy and the acting was really good and it was just kind of a good well put together mm -hmm. movie that i enjoyed i dug it and i recommend it so cool movie and if, if you want if you know if you are a misogynist and you don't like women you can ignore all that stuff it's not too heavy yeah you know so if you're an asshole or piece of shit and you know you're like i'm not gonna watch this movie it's, you know, you can, I don't know what yeah. to say. If you're an <laughs> asshole or a piece of shit or misogynistic racist, you probably shouldn't be listening to this show nah, I mean, you, you probably We're shouldn't like listen to this show, really but, you know. Yeah, because we make them read the news now. <laughs> and uh, also, yeah, that's all I had to say. That's all I had to say about that. Oh, no. Um, this is a group text with my grandmom and my sister. Oh, my God. Do, we, should I, do I have to pause it? No. Just kill me. I mean. Anyways, moving on. 
Uh, I watched 1981's Dead Kids. Oh. AKA Strange Behavior. It's more widely called Strange Behavior. Oh, you had me at Dead Kids. Yeah, well, that's what cooked me because <laughs> the article called it Dead Kids, and I was like, ooh, that's a cool name for a movie. What's going on there? Uh, and this is from 1981. Mm hmm. Uh, two early 80s movies. Uh, yeah, look it, at it, you. Illinois police chief finds a connection between dead teenagers and experiments at a college. And I will elaborate a little bit on that. Um, college kids are taking part in this program where they have to try harmless experimental drugs that will make them temporarily smarter. And they have to do these like sessions with this doctor. So they take the drug and then they have to go do a session telling the doctor like how they feel, what thoughts they're having. Okay. Are they smarter? And it actually is making them smarter. But uh, they're also being brainwashed and turned into killing machines. So there's that drawback. Um, so, yeah. So this evil something is going on and they're, they're brainwashing these kids. Mm -hmm. And so it's a cool, it's a straight up slasher, but there's this added sci-fi element with that. Yeah, cool. Which kind of elevated a little bit for me. I was like, oh, cool. It's not, you know, this isn't your, your uh, run of the mill, like teens getting picked off one mm -hmm. by one, which, mm -hmm. which is fine. Great ass, some great ass movies that do this, but this one I enjoyed because it was just a little different, little sci-fi twist, um, and there's whole mystery behind who's actually pulling the strings with these experiments, who's behind all this, like what corporation is this, or is it a person, or is it this woman that's like administering all the drugs, mm. um, and it has this whole kind of sci-fi almost an invasion of the body snatchers type feel because you really don't know what the fuck is happening and why these these mm -hmm. uh college kids are killing people cool. and and they don't remember doing it they like they, they say they blacked out or whatever um so yeah and there's a really cool little twist and reveal at the end that i really enjoyed i thought it was very well done um and it's just some good writing uh this is a really elaborate plot for an 80s slasher as i said it's, it's much more than just the you know the run of the mill most of the 80s stuff we get with uh screaming <laughs> screaming 30 year olds pretending to be yes. 16 year olds and uh you know masked um serial killers uh all that to say but alas oh no this is also a bit too long and the pacing is also kind of off even more so than visiting hours to the point where I was kind of like huffing and puffing through the movies. Like, can we please get to it? Like, it was a little slow. Yeah. And the acting is kind of mediocre. It's not good enough to be like compelling, like visiting hours. Visiting hours, I was like, these, these people are great. They're really acting. They know what they're doing. This one, not that good. <laughs> but also not bad enough to be like funny and entertaining. Aww. There's some weird dialogue for sure. And yeah. it's, you know... Some of the acting in spots is worse than others, but it's not overall bad where you're like, you know, where it's fun, you know, like some of those so bad it's good movies. But uh, yeah, I mostly like it. There's a couple specific scenes that I really liked that I will share thusly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thusly again. There's a scene. Oh, wait, no, that's a question that I wanted to point out that was really funny to me. Um, there's an 11 year old kid found dead in a full bathtub with his hand cut off. He and did his not hand, look 11. And hand in the sink. <laughs> no, he didn't look 11 at all. Um, and then something happens and then we see the, 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 whatever, the curtains pulled back and we see his whole body and there's a, there's a college chick mm -hmm, mm -hmm. cutting off his other arm and it's a pretty, yeah, I actually saw a picture of okay. that Okay, It's pretty yeah. gruesome looking scene and I really liked it. Um, there's a scene where this dude pisses blood, Ooh. but it's like, it's like red paint. 
It's, I didn't like it at all, dude. I'd freak out if blood like that came out of my urine. Yeah, yeah, you should. Bloody urine, from what I've seen, is you know usually like watered down you blood. You see it often? No, seen it mm. once or twice. Yeah, I wanted to go to the medical field, remember? Oh, yeah. I thought you were referring to personal experience. And I was nah, like, oh, no, nah. buddy. Never been hitting the kidneys. Doctor. Never been hitting the kidneys that hard. Although, wait around a couple more years and, you know, <laughs> might happen. Um, there's a part where this dude cuts from his wrists from, like, here all the way up his arm and mm-hmm. both arms. And he's not committing suicide. It was a, It was a little disturbing, I thought. But yeah, there's some cool blood, some cool gore. Fortunately, it's kind of boring. Yeah. I'm going to give it like two and a half, maybe three stars. So just good enough to where like, yeah, if you're running out of shit to watch like I was, you know, and you're looking for something that yeah. you've never heard of or that you, you know, just to, you know, add to the 80s slap, then definitely check it out. It's good enough for that. You know, because I was like, okay, I'm glad I watched this. You know, I can knock another one off my list. And, I don't think I'll ever run out, but so <laughs> of things to have to watch. Yeah, but like, we're getting up there. We have to be getting up there. With 80s slashers, how many have we seen? I mean, even just on this show, how many we've done over the last two and a half years? Uh, A lot. Yes, a lot. So, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing over there? Texting my mama. You're very distracted on this episode. I'm sorry. It's a group text with all the ladies in my family. I just made plans for myself and I thought Michael was invited, but it's girls only and now I can't take it back. Okay. Well, you want to take a break before uh, we get into your your book club? No, let me just respond to this text. Okay. Well, let's take a break then. All right. All right. Here we go. Thank you for that. Yep. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What happened? The lights. The lights are flickering Shall and dimming. I? You can't see her, but there's a new spooky creature in the booth. Ooh, a hellcat. Yes, meow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, actually, that was just, that's my mating call. So Your mating call is meow. <laughs> it worked, right? Stay away. What? Are, no, Back it didn't up. work. What do you imply? Get out of the book club. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> What was that? That was me leaving the book oh, club. Okay. You ruined it by oh. asking me that. <laughs> the organ is playing, which means it is time for my review. No, it means it's time for me to shut the fuck oh. up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I read Howls. 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 Howls? From, yes, from the Dark <laughs> Ages, which is a brand new book that came out May of this year, May 2022. It was from the Dark Ages, but it came out this year? It's about the Dark Ages. Oh, it's about yeah. the Dark Ages. I thought you said it came from the Dark Ages. Well, that's the name of the book. Howls. Howls. Howls from the Dark Ages. Anyways, uncover the secret annals of untold history in these 18 medieval manuscripts. Each tortured scribe will bring you face-to-face with ancient horrors lurking in cursed castles, wild woodlands, haunted hamlets, and mysterious monasteries. Including a lineup of authors both established and emerging, how society press presents that's why it's Hal's because like it's Hal is the society uh, press. they okay. like release books and there are i see there are like horror so authors. it's howls yes what was from ha- the dark ages from the dark ages yes so it's not howls from the dark ages it's howls mm-hmm. like possessive from the dark ages got it yes like john carpenter's the thing 
Howells is. No, it's like a bit of both mashed together. I don't like that. Okay, anyways. So, <laughs> presents the first ever anthology of historical horror from the medieval period, fittingly introduced by the writer who arguably started it all, Christopher Buhlman, author of the medieval horror epic Between Two Fires, which I reviewed on this show and absolutely fucking loved. So... Uh, I didn't write a long review here, but I will say this is Thank a goodness. five star book. Dude, five stars. Wow. Amazing. Five out of five, too. So I'm just saying that's high. 11 out of 10. You know, keep it going. Yep. Seven out of five, whatever. I see. Amazing. So there's 18 <laughs> medieval horror stories, <laughs> okay. and not a single one of them is bad. Seriously. There's body horror, really? cosmic horror, creeping ghost stories. Oh, yeah. How many stories are there? 18? 18. Wow. And all of them were good. Nice. Uh, there's something for everyone, and they're all beautifully written. I cannot recommend this enough. Um, what's great is they also really take the anthology bit serious. There's, like, a note from a curator about, like, these, like, medieval items in a museum, and each item has something to do with the next story. Okay. So they're pretty much, like, walking you through and, like, describing an item, and then it has, like, something to do with the story. And it has its like so it has its own wraparound pretty much like nice. to bind the it's stories own together. Around. Yeah, and I really, really, really loved it. So hands down, howls, 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 howls from the dark ages. Highly recommend. Wow, that was like your shortest review yes, ever. Yes, I know. I like wrote it last minute last night, and I was like, should I go write a book review? <laughs> All right. Sorry guys, I'm not that sorry. All it's right. an amazing book. I don't want to give too much away. It's brand new. It came out in May. So okay. I literally had it on like pre-order before it was even released. Go get it, bitches. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for coming to the book club. Are you having a stroke? Yes, call <laughs> call the doctor. Call the doctor, oh, please. There's Dr. Coral. Coral. Oh, He's Coral. having a rough time. Coral, how come? Oh, with the new kitty? Yeah. Oh. All right. Uh, let's take another. Well, we probably won't take a break. Well. The ghost of me will tell you Yes, something. we're going to take a little drop some links break. And the ghost of Melissa Present will tell you all the stuff you yes. have to do. Do the stuff. Now that you listen to Forsaken Cinema. Ooh. We will be right back. Hey, freaks. First and foremost, Chuck and I here at Forsaken Cinema want to thank you for your support. We wouldn't be able to do what we love without you. And you know what? We want to hear from you, too. Not only the best way to contact us, but the best way to get updates and listen to our episodes and to even purchase merchandise is through our website. That's right. We have a website, ForsakenCinema.com. You can also find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema. You can contact us directly through email at ForsakenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. And you should. Send us a message. Tell us how we're doing. Suggest a movie. All of our freaky, frightening episodes can be found on all streaming platforms, wherever you stream your podcast. Duh. While you're there, be sure to follow, like, rate, five stars, please, and review and share with your fellow freaks. As always, thanks for listening. Now back to the episode. All right, this is the trailer for Them, 1954. I tell you, gentlemen, science is agreed. That unless something is done and done quickly, man, as the dominant species of life on Earth, will be extinct within a year. If we're lucky. If we're lucky. <laughs> we'll listen to that. <laughs> I did enjoy the score in this oh, movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. I have no idea what's happening. Guys, just pretend there's ants walking around. Yeah, right? Ah, ants! Ah. 
We do have an ant problem sometimes here in the summer. Oh, yeah, so do we. I even put the ant problem on our Instagram. Oh. Did you even see it? No. What, did you do it today? No, like two days ago. No, I wasn't. And I was like, like, bugs, bug month. Oh, I did see that, yeah. Nations, even civilization itself, threatened with annihilation. Because in one moment of history making violence, I was meaning to catch one as a special guest for this Because last episode the fly showed up so. Oh that's right the, yeah. A fly really did show up That was not staged or anything I listened back to it and I was like People are going to think that's fake nope, No it really was a fly show that showed up during our episode of the fly no word to describe them Them I could think the word would be ant Two words giant ant giant, Yeah it's pretty simple doctor You are a doctor right <laughs> And there shall be destruction and darkness. They even have those lady doctors. And the beast shall reign over the earth. Yes, the earth. Yeah, you're going to add scripture to your giant ant movie. See, it didn't didn't matter to me because I didn't know a scripture. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I read no Bibles. But you can't tell just from the way that he's talking? No, I just thought he was all doom and gloom. Nah, that's biblical stuff. It's the 50s. As mankind totters it was before a, a thing that multiplies faster than it can be killed. Here is a desperate plunge into the black Oh my. All right, calm. Yeah, I told you. Calm down, man. It's a lot of dialogue. Jeez. The poison fangs that guard the subterranean All right. So there turn, it turns out that there are times where I don't appreciate a voiceover guy. This is, I don't think it's a voiceover. I think oh, no, that, that was a voiceover. Oh, they said that in the movie because there was so much talking in the movie. Really? Yeah. I remember. Dude, there were points in my eyes just glazed over. Oh. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Not saying I hated it though, I just. But we'll get to it. In just a minute. After these annoying ass ants shut the fuck up. Alright, come on, man. How long is this trailer? <laughs> it's too long. As long as the movie, I'd say. Ah, be done. Alright. Uh, why don't you uh, burrow deep into our chests and lay the eggs of that synopsis? Nice, nice one. The <laughs> earliest atomic test Stupid. in New Mexico caused common ants to mutate into giant man-eating monsters that threaten civilization. Yep, not much more than that. Yep, Big simple. giant fucking ants fucking shit up. Yep, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right, your initial thoughts. Okay. Or is it my turn? I who, think who it's first? my turn because you did the fly. No, I don't know. Actually, maybe it might be your turn. No, you go first. Okay, well, I'm no. not going to say much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I originally watched this the first time because this isn't the first time I watched this. I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. I actually watched it on Spengoolie before. Okay. So that makes it a lot more fun. A lot more fun, yeah. Because Spengoolie, like, you know, he doesn't, like, talk over the movies, but in between, like, when it's going to commercial break, he'll do some funny skits or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then he gives you, like, all these facts about the movies at a certain point. And it just makes it much more more enjoyable yeah. and i also think he cuts out some of the the movie because okay. like you know you're on a time limit yeah uh so probably I, made this movie a lot more pleasant yes it <laughs> did it did and look i like the whole the 50s was like crazy into like giant yeah. mutated like yeah, bugs was, and creatures it was the atomic age yeah, yes the, exactly for, yeah. so obviously they're probably sending a message here like bombs are bad and war is is awful too well they literally say in the movie yeah. like now that we've experience the atom bomb who knows what yeah. we're going to discover next and like what's going to happen now that we've done that so there is some deeper 
kind of message, I guess. Yeah. But you get, so you get like the fifties was huge with the, like you said, yeah, atomic, the, like the yeah. giant creatures and the doctors and scientists doing experiments like for the greater good. But then it usually turns out like, you know, this one is just like they're mutated from the atomic yeah. test or whatever. And, you know, I like that idea. That was very popular. Yeah. Um, but this movie, okay, the giant ants, cool. Some of them are a little too cute. Um, <laughs> the score, I love the score. The it's over the great, top. Yeah. It's like really good. Uh, I don't think the acting's bad, although there's some questionable things. But I do believe the pacing is really bad here. So bad. There is like so many times where you get the fun, like giant ants wreaking havoc, and then you have just talking and dialogue, Dude. and it's just dull, like boring uh, honestly, science. Honestly, I would say a talk. good. 90% of this movie is talking and planning yes. and traveling. So I will say, if you do watch this movie, I would say check it out like for like a like a Spengooly or even if they, I don't think they have like a mystery science episode to this, but if they did, I think those are the ones that you should watch so that it makes it just a little bit more fun. Yeah. But overall, I don't think this is a bad movie. I just think now that these times are different and we're more bored by this talking, you know? See, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you. You think in 1958 you'd have been bored out of your, your yeah, uh, mind Yeah, for sure. Here? Because, and these are much shorter movies, so I don't know if they count, but like you can go back to the Hammer movies. Those Hammer movies, like when we did The Wolfman. That's true. When we did The Wolfman. I was, it was a lot of talking, but the dialogue was interesting. Yes. Okay. They, no, were, talking about, we were, they were talking about science and religion. Also, that was a universal monster movie, not a hammer movie. I'm sorry. Universal monster movie. Yeah. Why, get why? it right, buddy. Sorry. But there is a lot of hammer movies that are in the same vein, and there are Wolfman hammer movies that, yeah. Okay. So you're right, but. But it was great. It was, e even though there was a lot of talking, and there was much more of the Wolfman yeah. than there were ants in this movie. So I disagree with the notion that okay. it's like, ah, it's old, so, you know, it's boring. I've been watching a lot of since we started this podcast. This is the most I've delved into old ass movies. That's true. And I've seen some really great ones mm -hmm. that were wildly entertaining. Like I did that movie, um, that anthology movie from the forties. Yeah. That was supposed to be like one of the first anthology movies. What the hell was it called? I don't remember what it's called, but go ahead, guys, Something go back on that. Episode Dead of Night. Yeah, there you go. Go back and check it out. I loved that movie. I thought it was fantastic. So anyway. I think this movie is boring because, uh, as as we might find out in frightening facts, it was it was not done the way that the filmmakers wanted it to be done. The studio got involved; they wanted it to be in 3D. Yeah, they had all these of, great yeah. ideas for all this big mega movie shit, and they didn't get any money, mm -hmm. and it became this gigantic frustration. And anyway, go ahead. No, Sorry. That, no, that was it. It's all your turn. I just think, I think overall the movie has some enjoyable elements and then, I do too. but I do think that there's a lot of bad pacing and boring dialogue that just, if you're going to watch it, I think check it out with Sven Gulli and you'll have like a little bit yeah, more much, fun. Much more fun. Oh time. yeah. And you'll learn a lot while you're watching it. So yeah. Um, I'm with you. I think 50s sci-fi horror is the shiz. Mm -hmm. I love all of the aesthetics. The music is usually cool. It's oh, yeah. this big monster movie and in fact i love it when modern movies do callbacks to that type of score mm -hmm. like uh dawn of the dead the remake oh yeah, yeah. when it does the mm -hmm. and like slither does it mm -hmm. and like some other movies like they do callbacks to that monster that 50s monster wow, movie sci-fi nice shirt i am wearing my slither shirt <laughs> <laughs> i didn't remember um uh so yeah i like i like the score i like those aesthetics I like the I like seeing the fifties clothing and mm -hmm. um, I like the acting and I really like the concept. Again, you, it's a very 
common concept. Yeah, it's very big back in the day. Uh, but <laughs> big. I, big. <laughs> Giant. Liked, I liked the cheesy effects. Uh, 50s horror and sci-fi was like really entertaining. Yeah. But this movie, I just fell flat with me. It was just boring. Like I said, it was mostly like, uh, um, like I said, talking, planning, in. Pla- a lot of planning in yes. big rooms with lots yeah. of people smoking. Yes, lots of smoking. I did mention Ugh. the smoking in my notes, yeah. And they plan in this room and then they go on then they go this room and, and they yeah. travel somewhere else and they it's just uh, it's too much. Uh, it's just really just like can we get to the fucking ants? <laughs> the fucking ants are in it four times. You counted, yeah. Dude, I think it's four. I didn't actually count. I'm doing that off the top of my head. But less than ten minutes they were in the movie, for sure. Yeah. They were in it for probably three to five minutes um which is a shame because i actually enjoyed those parts and yeah, this movie had a lot of things yeah. a lot of things going for it that just got weighed down in just <laughs> poopy <laughs> um and this seems like such a really silly concept you know like oh big giant ants big whoop they're ants we could fucking kill them they're ants they're a little tiny but who cares they're big this movie does a good job of convincing you that giant ants yes. would be a huge fucking problem. Literally. No pun intended. <laughs> well, yeah, literally. They would, if if you, if you they got to two, three, four nests, you're done. Yeah. You're absolutely done. Like, they're going to take over the world. Mm-hmm. Ants are fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. you know. And they're relentless. They could... They would be able to destroy a city. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're like a, their strength is, what, 100 times or whatever? Mm-hmm. Something crazy. Yeah, they're jacked. Um, and yeah, they would be a major problem if it happened. And a lot of people would definitely die. Yeah. So I thought that that was cool. They they make you, they take this really silly, like, fucking ants. And they turn it and it's like, oh, okay, shit, that would suck. <laughs> um, but still, it still kind of feels a little silly. A little you know bit. What I mean? Especially because you see the ants. Yeah, like, look, see the ants. They're kind of adorable. Um, and well, I a, those are well, uh, 10 eyes. I had a question before we started. Okay. Uh, since we're not doing a creepy questions anymore. And this isn't really about the movie. This is kind of a side note about the movie. Uh, this movie was made nine years after the dropping of the, uh, uh the atomic bombs on Hiroshima and mm-hmm. Nagasaki. Mm-hmm. Nine years after it was. Yeah. Um, like some, something crazy, like a hundred thousand people were killed. Do you think it's a little insensitive <laughs> to be making quirky sci-fi movies about it? Not even a decade uh, later. <laughs> probably. I mean, probably, yeah, a little bit. If this happened today, oh, if somebody canceled. was making some silly ass canceled. sci-fi movie about 9-11, oh, gosh. not even a decade, that movie would never see the light of day. Oh, no. But they're like, they didn't give a fuck. America back then was like, yeah, we won. Yeah. Fuck them. Like, yeah. <laughs> fuck and this. now I'm going to smoke my cigarette. <laughs> yeah. I was watching it, and they they kept bringing up the atomic bomb. Like, who knows what kind of world we're gonna live in now that we've dropped the atom bombs? Like, you guys like mass murdered like a hundred thousand people, and you're like, hmm, what's gonna, we're gonna get giant ants out of it? Like, yeah, America, man. Dude, oh my god! 
Yeah, when that thought popped into my head, I was like, holy I shit. I didn't even think about it, <laughs> right? you know? Well, because it's been so long now. But well, when like, you started what? talking about, like, those lines, I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, this is right after they dropped the, yeah, the yeah. atom bomb. We're like, oh, like, so many, what the fuck are you doing, <laughs> movie? This is horribly insensitive. Well. Wow, I just glossed over that one. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I just thought that was a, <laughs> a fun point to make. Yes, that was such a fun point. Uh, spoilers, ahoy hoy. Oh, boy, boy. It is time for Frightening Facts. Frightening Facts. All right. This one's directed by Gordon Douglas and written by Ted Sherman. You got to stop. Russell S. Hughes. And George Worthington Yates. Dang, ran by four people. That's why there's so much dialogue. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, cast in credits order verified as complete. James Whitmore, Edmund Gwen. Oh, we're going to get a lot of Ooh, white. Oh, Santa. We're going to get a lot of white people names in this one. Edmund Gwen, Joan <laughs> Weldon, James Arnis, Onslow Stevens, Sean McClory, Christian Drake. There's a white name if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Christian Drake. Sandy Desher, Mary Allen Hokinson, Don Shelton, Fess Parker, Alan Howland. Um, I actually read a review where somebody was really complaining hard about how badly this movie uh, whitewashed everything. And I was, <laughs> was kind of like, it, it was the 50s. Like, yeah. wasn't every 50s movie? Not every yeah. 50s movie, but most of them were. It's really not surprising. Not, not surprising Not saying all. it was great. Not but saying not I liked it or that it was, yeah, but like really... It's kind of a, I mean, maybe it's not a silly thing to complain about, but it's like, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> I eh. don't know. I, I maybe spend your time doing complaining about something else, like all of the like, yeah, dialogue. like the fact that it's still happening. You could complain about that for sure, yeah. oh. but fifties, <laughs> it's kind of a given. Uh, there was much, much worse stuff happening back then mm-hmm. to uh, people of color than not being <laughs> cast in movies in the fifties. Uh, this grossed, I didn't, I couldn't get a budget anywhere. I looked mm-hmm. all over for a budget. I know it did. They, no, no, they cut it. Yeah. They cut it. And like a, a lot of bad stuff happened with the, the budget of this movie. And it was supposed to be something else, but it grossed 2.2 million. So I believe it was still a kind of a success. Um, and other than that, I have some cool facts about ants yep. that I will do when you give us some other facts. Wow. Ant facts. Okay. Ant facts. Uh, so the flamethrowers used in this movie were standard World War II World weapons and were loaned by the U.S. Army. The actors handling the weapons were World War, I can't say world today, World War Two, World War, World War Two combat veterans who have used them in battle. Jeez Louise. Uh, the viewer never sees more than three ants at a time because that is all that was constructed. <laughs> three ants. Three. It's true. Three adorable ants. So like I, you were talking about the budget. The film was originally to have been filmed in color. Uh, two days before shooting began, a nervous studio cut the budget and yeah. the film had to be made in black and white. However, yes. in the opening credits, the title is shown in bright red uh-huh. against a black and white background, which, which I absolutely looks love. looks very cool. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. So awesome. Makes for a good picture. Indeed. <laughs> director gordon douglas recalled that during editing i asked the editor how does it look and he said fine i said does it look honest he said as honest as 12 foot ants can look <laughs> because what are you asking yeah what me, are you buddy? asking do they look <laughs> could you imagine this guy do they look like real 12 foot ants is it honest is it does it but does it look like an actual 12 foot ant like 
I don't know, man. I've never fucking yeah, seen a 12 foot ant. Look like that close. So what are yeah. you asking me? I guess. Uh, the sound that the giant ants make as they approach their prey is a recorded chorus of bird voiced tree frogs uh, of the southeastern U.S. Occasionally, a gray tree frog can be heard on the soundtrack as well. <laughs> what as fucking the, nerd wrote this? <laughs> as these species can be can often be heard together at the same wetland. Are there credits the, for these trivia? Um, Is there like a name attached to that? So, I want to no. call out this nerd. These distinctive whistling at one, type at sounds. Po- at certain points during the no, movie, you could they, hear. Oh. There isn't. <laughs> Oh These, and they also gave like the like Latin name or whatever for the tree frogs, but I'm not even going to try to pronounce them. Okay. So uh, <laughs> these distinctive whistling type sounds were reused in other films in the years that followed, particu- particularly in Mohawk 1956 and The Black Scorpion 1957. Cool. We almost did The Black Scorpion. That was on the list. Because you think that's a bug? A scorpion is a bug. Moving on. Here's my last fun fact, frightening fact. I'll go into it again. When this movie was first released in Sweden, it was strangely named Spindlarna, which translates as the spiders. Yeah. Okay, buddy. But those are ants. Communications weren't too great in in the 50s. The Sweden. Yes. We like your giant spider movie. <laughs> I like to watch the giant spiders. Wait, Yo, man, those do were we ants. have listeners? What? Do we have listeners? They looked like spiders to me. They didn't look very honest if they're they were gonna, ants. They're going to like send you a message like, that's not what I sound those like. Those were not very honest looking ants, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> well done. All right, I'm done. Thank you. Ha ha, bye. <laughs> is that what Swedish Who is that? Like? Go ahead. I'm done. That's it. All right. We're turning this into an improv show, if anyone. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and now I have to do my ant facts? Yes. Those are the only facts left to be facted. Ten cool facts about ants. They may be small, but boy, are these little critters powerful. <laughs> wow. That was there great. There are over 12,000 ant species worldwide. Do they tell you what their dick sizes are? No. <laughs> that's inappropriate. I'm 12. <laughs> Oh, you do not sound well, buddy. Sorry. You sound like a grown My parents make me take testosterone. <laughs> Stupid. All right, move on. Uh, Give us your facts. Okay, the bullet ant is said to no, have... No, what are you doing? What? I have to do the voice the whole time? <laughs> the bullet ant is said to have the most painful sting in the whole world. <laughs> Ouch. Fire ants cause over $3 billion worth of damage a year. Uh-oh. <laughs> Ants are the longest living insects. Longest? They even lived with the dinosaurs. Oh, wow. <laughs> the ant is one of the world's strongest creatures in relation to its size. Okay. That's it. How's it? I have a... Ants hold the records for the fastest movement in the animal kingdom. Zoom. <laughs> Zoom. Ants can be found on every single continent except Antarctica because they don't know how to make sweaters. Oh, my God. No. Ants are social insects which live in colonies, sometimes inside your body. (laughs) No, I don't think they do that. (laughs) They do now. Ants don't have ears and some of them don't have eyes. Wish my parents didn't have ears and eyes. (laughs) Then I wouldn't be in trouble so much. I don't want anything else. All right, number 10, our last fact about wild and crazy ants. 
The largest ant's nest ever found was over 3,700 miles wide. I don't have a joke about that. That's fucking terrifying. <laughs> Dude, found in Argentina in 2000. Listen to this. No, it's scary. The ginormous colony housed 33 ant populations which had, which had merged into one giant Mm-mm. super colony Mm-mm. with millions of nests and billions of workers. Imagine that in your butthole. <laughs> Yes, my butthole is 3,700 <laughs> miles wide. I'm all glad right. you know now. That's all our ant facts for this week. Wow. That Bye. Was, that was wonderful. Do that next week, too. Okay. All right. All right. That's it for uh, Frightening Facts. For some reason, my head hurts now. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> was amazing. I was laughing too hard. All right. So, Spooksifics. Yeah, let's get into it. All right, right, let's talk about the specifics. I was so upset. Anytime I see this type of thing now, um, which I can't wait until Molly's like an adult. Anytime I see a girl Molly's age in trouble, which we see that girl. Yes, the mute child we see first. Yeah, who's you you find out that uh, is in shock and trauma because she just watched her family, family get ripped apart by giant ants. Yes. I felt so bad. I get so sad. I just want to like Dude. pick her up and like, oh my God. But she does, like the little girl does great being like totally creepy yeah. still. Yeah, dude. Because she's not talking. She has this dude, like far off distant look. Dude, she took this shit seriously. Yeah, she's in the zone. There's like a part where she's in the back of like the ambulance or whatever. The door is open and you hear like the ants like in the background and she just like sits up like creepy like, doesn't say anything. And like the dude, two guys like there don't even notice and then like when it stops she just lays back down yeah, and yeah, it was like the that. creepiest I, I like thing in the world and i was like okay she's not a demon child but she could play like a demon did you know child. that that was a direct inspiration for john carpenter when he does that with mike myers whenever mike myers does that off camera are you being serious no absolutely not. <laughs> i was like that's I mean, really cool i mean I maybe would believe, i would believe that maybe i, I don't know she really doesn't she just yeah, lays when back down when they're not down. looking and yeah and then when she starts screeching them them yeah that's them. cool yeah i liked her a lot yeah she i was thought a, she did a really good job yeah yeah, surpri- yeah, I hadn't even really thought too much about that, but she did do a bang-up job. Yeah, she was creepy. Great little just, child actor. You know. And you don't get a lot of child actors, especially from this era. Yeah, that I don't are, like, think she did much after this, because yeah. this is her IMD picture. Yeah. IMDb picture is this from the movie, but Word. yeah, she did great. I thought so. But anyways. Anyways. Um, dang, those ants sure are hella destructive. <laughs> so before you see the ants, you don't see the ants for like the whole fucking movie, honestly. Yeah. But you do see like the chaos that they cause. You see that like the side of the trailer is torn apart. Uh-huh. That little like store is torn apart. Everything yeah, is like really f- scattered. Yeah, they really FSU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they fuck shit up. Fuck yeah. shit up. Uh, so they don't cave it in. They cave it out. But whatever. That's true. Don't get they, it, they don't, mentioned that Don't you get times. it twisted. They don't cave shit in. They cave it out. And I do love <laughs> like the pretty popular in the 50s is the way they did the setting here like the windy wobbly yeah. lights um yeah they paid very close attention to atmosphere and the yes. set designs and stuff yeah and it actually felt like you could see like some of these little like places on like a model train set like it yeah. felt like yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. little towns and i love that aesthetic i love that about 50s movies in general oh, yeah, and like definitely. 60s movies older movies i love that shit yeah they definitely really uh do that so i love that the uh, score we talked about was great i love the little bow ties the cops wear oh <laughs> <laughs> adorable it, and is that like legit did cops wear bow ties in the 50s because i, I no wasn't idea. there so no idea. maybe they did in new mexico i've yeah. only ever seen the tie 
Yeah, I never saw like a little bow tie. Yeah, why were they wearing bow ties? Why do cops wear ties? There was a lot of choices that the cops did here. Like the one cop put his hand in that like thing of sugar with all those little ants in it. It was like weird. that freaked me out. Yeah. I was like, look, it's fine, but you don't know. You don't know if these ants could be biteies. Yeah, you don't want bitey ants. Ouchies. They'd be giving you ouchies. Yeah, ouch. With their sugar. Could have been like the bullet ant with the stinger. Oh, yeah. Gosh, ouch. that really would hurt, huh? That voice gives me like <laughs> some dude from SNL, <laughs> Kyle Mooney. Pretending from SNL. to be a 12 year old. Yes. <laughs> that's what it's giving me, and I love it. Um, Yeah, I just. Uh, I don't know, man. I've always, I've always, my, every time I think about ties and bow ties, I really just get confused. I would really have to go back and read the history of the tie and the bow tie because I never understood it. That it's an article of clothing no that serves no purpose. It's just fabric. Yeah, I feel like it was literally just like made because it's just extra fabric. Something to force men to wear to yeah, be dressed know. up, I guess. I don't understand. Like, look, he has a tie. He's a fancy guy now. Yeah, they just made it like that's tie. Uh, okay, it's fancy. Why? Because it's a tie. You're fired. But that's true. <laughs> like, also, like, why are dresses fancy? Why can't I just wear right, like yeah. cargo pants and some combat boots? Like, leave me alone. Yeah, you could. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, I don't understand any of it. It's all, all of it's arbitrary mm. and people just want, you know, uh, I'm glad th that we really brought that <laughs> yeah, out. That's the worst discussion about fashion. <laughs> <laughs> no idea what we're talking but about. Anyways. Um, so the ant noises. Yeah, sure. That's creepy, but I would have just thought it was a bunch of birds. To be honest, I didn't even think it was frogs. My brain was like, those are some birds just flapping around. Yeah. Being like jerky jerks. I read a, I read a review where somebody was like, man, that shit freaked me out when I was a kid. And I was like, really? I get it. If you're what? like a kid in the fifties. You probably don't get a, like probably a lot of kids out? didn't see horror that we would have watched yeah but the noise like, wasn't creepy yeah i don't think so either i guess they were associating the noise with what was happening but yes mm. okay. but my brain's like that's not an ant um there was a scene that i really liked not to go scene by scene but i'm just gonna point this that's one fine. out because it was one of my favorite you know what? i'm gonna save that for favorite kill actually is it the I'm cop yeah i it's not my favorite kill it was at first and then i just kept switching it and i really like that scene too but we could talk about it with yeah because like, yeah. i think i'm gonna change my favorite kill because i just looked at this I didn't go over my notes before I left, and I was like, "Wait, no, that that one was my yeah. favorite." Yeah, they don't give you a lot of gory. They don't give you any no, gory, gooey which deaths, is, which I get. Which is why this one was my favorite. I really I think love it was, the way they did it. They yeah. set it up. All right, we'll talk about that in a minute. Good atmosphere there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You That's all you got. Move. I didn't know if you want to talk about it. Or you want to move past it? No, no, no. I'll talk about a favorite kill. Okay, cool. Uh, We're freaking, 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 freaking favorites 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 uh like we mentioned there's a lot of freaking smoking it was so popular in the 50s everyone's just smoking <laughs> after smoking after smoking inside outside and then let's also talk about look lady doctors absolutely cool the way those men were being so creepy and sexist yeah it was like bad. i know it's the 50s her 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 hurdy dirter and they were saying all these things about her and being creepy and giving each other like these like little eyes because yeah. they were like gonna hit on her and oh yes ooh, a lady doctor yeah um i have an opinion about that scene Please where go on. there's there's a scene where the cop is talking to the doctor's daughter who is mm -hmm. also a renowned doctor yes a lady doctor he calls her miss and she corrects him and says doctor and had to accommodate this dude dealing with the fact that he was talking to a woman doctor by saying if the doctor part bothers you why just, don't you just call me pat yes and, he's like, and he goes okay pat yeah what an asshole seriously and she's like okay 
Um, but don't do they kind of hook up anyways? Yeah, but then he insults her father for being old. Uh-huh. And an eccentric. He insults big words, myrmecologist. He's mm-hmm. like, could you please speak English? Yeah. And accuses them both of potentially fucking everything up. Yeah. Now, I can't tell if the movie, because she comes back at him, and she's a very strong female character. Yes, which I love. But she's they do that a lot. still subject to all the misogyny oh yeah and so i feel like i feel like the director was kind of dipping his toe into it just to be like yeah you know it's kind of a progressive movie too you know female audiences are really gonna like this because there's a scene where a woman stands up for herself it's still not enough but the rest of the movie is still like yeah it's still i don't know but like how many men now who are doctors be like or have like the doctor title be like it's doctor like yeah get out of here Lady doctor. It's one of them lady doctors you hear about. (laughs) I think that I've... Honestly, I think that I've had more female doctors than male doctors in my life. My pediatrician was a female doctor. Mine too. My primary care physician for a while was a female doctor. Mine too. Yeah. The last time I went to the urgent care... Last two times I went, there Mm -hmm. were both female doctors. One of them even uh, cut into... A cyst that was oh, growing yeah, we talked about that, on right? my butt. Yeah. Which was very embarrassing. Honestly, the only doctor I've had that wasn't a lady doctor is like an, an OBGYN, which is weird because yeah. that's the lady bits. So. <laughs> but hey, whatever. Ladies can well, do doctor. I had now. to get an exam. I had to get a physical. And I didn't I didn't know that I Let's had. It was like physical, the first time I, I uh, met with my primary care physician. I didn't. I, it was just Dr. Patel. Yeah. So I didn't think anything. I was like, oh, Dr. Patel. And I had no expectation. I went in. It was it was a female. And I had never gotten examined by a female. Mm-hmm. And I was a little nervous. I was a little uh, trepidatious about mm-hmm. it. Oh, trepidatious! But she was fine. It was yeah. fine. Everything's fine. She's a doctor. Yes, because she's a doctor. professional. Yeah. But in this movie, yeah, they're like, "Oh, I, this dame." Again, I feel like because I was tempted to say after this point, because this happens in the very beginning of the movie, yes, I'm thinking like, "Oh, this on. is going to be like a progressive like '50s movie." But no, no, we still got hysterical women and mm-hmm. the guys got to go in and take care of everything. And no women is to be going down into that yes, hole. They're stupid. forbidden from doing all this stuff. And yeah. So again, I think that was just kind of a, a ploy to like, and you yeah. know, we have strong female characters too. They should also come out to see our movie. Yeah. Cause they like kind of point out like, oh, there's like kids later on. And he's like, well, her mom's over there. You try telling her like you yeah. don't care about these kids or something like that. So yeah, they really try to point out like some, but the whole gross yeah. like sexist stuff in between doesn't make it better. Sorry. No. Yeah. You really have to kind of, when you're watching this, you kind of just have to let it not bother you. Yeah. Which, you know, can be difficult because it was just so fucking bad. Back and it then. was just like so in your face. But, yeah. Uh, anyways, so it does take at least half an hour to see a giant ant. Oh, God. So there's that. And I think the giant ants kind of look silly. I mean, in an adorable big giant ant sort of way. See, I tried to put myself in the mindset of the 50s. And oh, be like, yeah. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna try to really pretend I've never seen anything cool before. No, I loved it. I, I thought it was yeah. so cute, though. Just <laughs> I didn't think they were scary. And it was kind of making noise like Godzilla when it dies. So there's that. Kind of like the ant in um, uh, Honey, I've Shrunk the Kids. That nice ant that yeah. saved them. Sacrificed okay. itself. I haven't seen that in so long, but that has daddy in it. Who's daddy? Uh, you know, what's his name? The nice Jewish man who stopped acting. Oh, um, 
Whoa, shit. His name went right out of my head. I know. I almost said Harold Ramis. Like, no, Harold Ramis was Egon. Yes, that was Ghostbusters. But he is he in... He is in Ghostbusters. Uh, um, and obviously Little Shop what of Horrors. What the hell? His name... How did his name go out of my head? I'm like the Let's biggest Ghostbusters here. fan ever. Uh, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Yes. God damn it. I loved wow. him so much. I'm embarrassed. We're not even horror fans anymore. No. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. So... So I had uh, something I wanted to point out which i thought was funny the first time that we meet dr harold medford you know he's a plump little old guy i fucking love him Tom, tons of fun so he gets off the plane and he's holding a, a handkerchief uh-huh. for his sweat and he's dabbing Chief. his sweat in his face and he, he's constantly wiping his face with it and he has it in his right hand mm-hmm. so he gets off the plane he's wiping his hands and they're talking he shakes both cops hands with the handkerchief <laughs> He was a character. No one batted an eye. I don't know if the movie did this on purpose or people just didn't really have any concept of what germs were yet. I think that's more like it. But he shakes both of their heads. He clearly had it around his nose, under his eyes, Mm -hmm. on his forehead. Like it was a sweat kerchief. (laughs) And he shakes their hands with it. And, you know, I was just about to say, it's like maybe it's, you know, because it's like post-COVID and I went to, like, no. I would have been upset by that before covid i don't know i don't think i would have noticed that's fucking I didn't gross even now don't shake my hand with your gnarly handkerchief you gross old man i mean hmm. unless you i g- like that old man so unless you give me a werther's when it's done <laughs> <laughs> and it's i thought he was so fun and so goofy gross. i loved him so much i don't think it was intended to be funny i think it was just like they didn't they didn't even notice back yeah, then yeah that's fine yep moving on moving on all right so giant ants John There's a Chen scene where he's chewing on. This is a movie about giant ants. It's chewing on a rib cage from a missing person. That was cool. That was really nice. Nice touch. Uh, like we said, way too much talking. Yeah. Let's get to the action, please and thank you. Oh uh, yeah, we we already mentioned that at the very beginning. Yeah. There's way too much talking, and it's not even talking. It's not even talking. It's not even like cool dialogue where they're discussing like they're just talking. Like, where they're discussing yeah. man's role in the dude. The, there's literally the an informational like, video. Yeah on ants oh in this god, movie oh my god it was terrible and it's like 10 minutes long yes he's like describing <laughs> just ants just regular ant oh bullshit god, in this movie like you're at sucked. the ant little section at the zoo yeah. and they have the video yeah, and you uh, could yeah. choose to stay and watch it or not but this you don't get a choice no. you're supposed to watch it you have to so I, that was just too much yeah i wanted it to be f- i wanted them to do like a jurassic park thing mm-hmm. where like like ah, ah, ah mr dna i live yes. in you or whatever the fuck he says uh, would have been, been, been great, fun. but nope. Um, you know, it's funny. You can kind of see John Hammond in this Doctor character a little bit. Be- oh, and there's something else, too. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. This goes further. I think that this movie may have influenced in some way Jurassic Park. Maybe. Now that we're talking about it. Because if you think of what John Hammond looks like, he's kind of a plump little doctor. Yes, wears the yeah. hat. And so is this Doctor. And we have the whole presentation that the doctor gives about ants. We have the whole presentation that John Hammond gives about the di- the giant dinosaurs. Maybe. Um, uh, during the doctor's explanation video presentation of ants, he said that their behavior hasn't changed in like five million years. They mm-hmm. found ants encased in fossilized amber, just mm-hmm. like Jurassic Park. I'm looking at see if there's any connections. So like either officially. either people were just constantly finding ancient insects in fossilized amber. Or maybe Jurassic Park, you know, maybe uh, Steven, or not Steven Spielberg, maybe Mike, Michael Crichton 
mm-hmm. was a big fan of this movie well, and was like, that's fucking cool. I'm going to use it for my mosquito story. He did write that book, so. Yeah. Hmm, maybe. Right? Yeah. There's I can two see that. very, like. Of course, there's a lot of. I know, there's a lot of different like stuff, this. too. But uh, that's, that's the other thing I was saying. Like, how, how often is this happening? Where people are just stumbling across that's bugs encased in amber. It's got to be super fucking rare, right? They're just finding them all over the place. It's not rare at all, and that's why it's in two movies. Maybe. Just I don't kidding. know. I would think it would be rare. Also, it's very interesting that they haven't changed since since yeah. the dinosaur since the dinosaurs. <laughs> Whoa! Since they have been on this planet since the Big Bang, apparently they're. Yeah. Whoa! I don't know why I wrote that. The Big Bang. Anyways, this clearly was no Big Bang. Uh, so yes, yeah, so you have information video. You know what? You know what yeah. they used to say in church. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I was never there. Uh, when I used to go to church and people would bring up the Big Bang theory, they'd be like, "Yeah, I believe in the Big Bang." God said it, and bang, it existed. Oh, no. Get the fuck out of my oh, face. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember my dad saying that all the time. Wow. Ugh, my dad said, my dad said something uh, on Father's Day. I was just like, oh, come on. Oh, just you saw like, your dad I, on Father's Day. Uh, uh, well, it was a little bit before Father's Day. But we, I mean, we were talking about something. I don't even know what I get in this, how interesting it is. But Probably I said, not. I said something. He was talking about, like, doesn't it seem like as you get older... Like the days seem to go by faster and faster, and I was like, "Yeah, there's a there's a scientific explanation for that." Oh no, not science! Yeah. Why would you say that? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, well, when you get when you get older, you have more years to compare a second to. Mm-hmm. So when you're when you're one years old, like a minute, ten minutes, mm-hmm. you know, thirty minutes, kind of a long time. Stop com- science compared to how long, and your brain knows that. And as you yeah. get older, it's comparing this moment to how many other moments you've had and it's like well this is nothing so things have this illusion of happening faster because your brain works better and faster it has more shit to compare it to what did he say he said "Mm, i don't know about that i think it's just god's way of you (gasps) know expediting things and so we don't have to you know you know we we experience older age you know like and it was like something it's it's like god's mercy that he does this for us what did you say okay dad i went (laughs) i literally like was like i went okay (laughs) (laughs) very nice anyway sure sure dan (laughs) yeah back to the bugs all right bro (laughs) cool story bro cool story bro wow uh you have anything i just Uh, talked for like way too long it's fine let's keep going um there's uh later on in the movie they're like i guess going in a cave or whatever trying to get to the colony or whatever you hear the ant coming the wall starts crumbling and they do this cool close-up shots on everyone's face like individually yeah that was cool i remember that yeah yeah, i like that i thought that was well done uh definitely stood out and then when in doubt flamethrower flamethrower everything you know it always works never a bad idea never Mm mm-mm I had a question about the uh, the validity of shooting the ants mm. with bullets. Yeah. An ant that size, their exoskeleton is, like, compared to their size, is, yeah. like, pretty powerful and That's strong. That's why I went in doubt flamethrower, but yes. Like, I don't think, I really don't think that bullets are going to be doing the type of damage they did on these ants. Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, but it's just an easy out for the movie. Yeah, I guess. So, you know, you had to shoot our three ants a couple times. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
And then, you know, flying ants count me the fuck out. Giant flying ants? Thanks, I wish but I'm get, done. I really, wish, I really wish this movie had a lot more money. And I we wish we see it. We could yeah, have seen it, more stuff. Because they were going to be splicing in like all this footage of like real ants. Yeah, and, and like some this, 3D yeah. type thing. Yeah, they were yeah. going to be doing some really cool stuff. I don't, but unfortunately, that, we did not honestly, get that. Honestly, that would have made this movie. Because the parts with the ants and the movie in general has a lot of cool vibes and good stuff yeah. going for it. And they just cut the shit out of it, and it's like, oh, okay. I mean, now there is a yeah kind of run of the mill kind of. There is a shot of an ant like pretty much giving like a bear hug to a guy with its like pinchers. Well, that was going to be my favorite kill, and I liked that, but yeah. they end up like shooting the ant with the guy in its mouth or arms or whatever, and yeah. it's like you're gonna shoot the guy. What are we doing here? Okay. One of those type things. Mercy kill. <laughs> but anyway, please if you see me in the jaws, in the pinchers. And the mandibles. He was just giving him a hug. Of a gigantic ant. That was a hug. Please shoot me. Ant hug. Please shoot me right away. <laughs> okay, fair. All right. Um, I actually really don't have much else to add here. The pacing was a killer on the movie, and the ants were also killers in the movie. Yeah, I have one thing to add. Please. <laughs> Brood odor would be a cool band name. Yes, that's so metal. <laughs> Brood odor. And then like the font where you can't read it. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Bro- Throw some ants in there though. Brood. Brood offer? Brood offer? That's <laughs> what, what I do with those things. I can't read metal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not uh literate in metal. Nobody can read it. You can still <laughs> like it, but you can't read it. Yeah. Uh I thought it'd be cool if we did shirts like that. Maybe one of these days. Yeah. I guess I want to design one like that. Um that's all I got. That's all I got. Giant fucking ants, huh? Recommend? I think there's better 50s movies to watch, but I think this one's okay. I think watch it on Spengooly. I give it a light. Rec- I, I get a real light recommend. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, again, like, I mean, if you're some kind of completionist and just watching all the 50s sci-fi, then you have to, but because this one's pretty popular. Yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people really, really rave about this movie, and I get it. I, I maybe for some nostalgic reasons, but. Yeah, nostalgia, uh, I've got, you know. I've got a pretty short attention You can get span. like an ant highlight reel on YouTube probably from this. Yeah, and then, yeah, that's probably that's better all you than watching the movie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It probably is. You don't need all that filler talk. You don't need to lie. I believe you. All right. All right. So, freaky favorites time? Let's do it. Alrighty, all right. Freaky, 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 favorite, 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 so you like that's your favorite your yes. first favorite kill is an ant? Yes, because yours was my favorite kill that you were gonna oh, do. Oh really? Okay. Now I'm gonna, um yeah. so my favorite kill is when the one cop they're trying they don't know that there's giant ants yes, yet. It's the two cops from the beginning. And they're in this creepy old house and something happened there. It was the sugar no, that wasn't the sugar thing. No, they're in like the um house he's in the um little shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they found after they found the girl. And they find and it was, the like, guy's night. body. Yeah, the they find the guy's body, body and they're like, What the fuck is going on? It's mm-hmm. nighttime and it's creepy and then you hear the sound. Mm-hmm. And it's like the one cop goes out to investigate. He screams and he's gone. Yes, but you don't. <laughs> you see from the window just like cloud, like yeah, fog and nothing. like sand. I thought that was the most creative kill. Oh, I thought, I thought, it was thought great. there was there was tension, there was suspense, and then you're like, "What the fuck happened to this guy?" Yeah, they really set it up with that. Yeah, like I like that kill a lot. I thought it was cool, even though it's probably the first time. In the history of the show that an off-screen kill has been kill. my favorite. But it's good because oh, you hear him true. scream and then you he- hear him shooting his gun. That's and not just, true. It Who was d- good. Uh, I've recently liked an off-screen kill because it was somebody I didn't like just oh, knowing that he died. Oh, oh it was uh, Eric. From in, uh, Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah, Evil Dead 2013. Yeah. Uh, your favorite character? Um, 
gonna be dr medford the old man he's goofy as fuck when he can't put his goggles on the right way i was dying <laughs> that was funny he was an adorable ah, my mic yeah my mic he was an adorable old man yeah uh i liked that drunk crazy guy that saw too many ants oh and his mind gosh. just fractured make me a sergeant that, in charge no, of the booze oh that's <laughs> <laughs> sorry he's my favorite character he was hilarious yeah yeah, I thought that part was really, really funny. Oh, I also didn't point out the, the. Oh, okay, that's favorite quote. There, there was plenty of people that there was a couple people who saw the ants and they didn't believe them, so they put them in like the yeah loony bins. bins. Yeah, it was two characters that yeah. did, did that. And like, I actually like liked those parts. I thought that was pretty yeah, I entertaining. Yeah, they were fun too. Uh, What's favorite? your favorite character? Oh, yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah, favorite quote. Okay, so he says, make me a sergeant, give me the booze. Or he says like that, yeah. and he says, like, in charge of the booze. He did yeah. both. And then the guy in the, the bed next to him goes, please, my, my nerves. Yeah, please, my nerves. <laughs> and yeah. then he laughs so hard. Yeah, that was really funny. I liked the other guy that they thought was crazy because he was a pilot, and yeah. he thought he saw giant ants, so they put him in the loony bin. Yeah, poor guy. Uh, and he was like, get me out of here. And he's, he's uh, explaining that he saw flying saucers shaped like ants. Mm -hmm. And he goes, they about scared me out of my pants. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Like the f the fact that he had to apologize for saying yeah. he scared me out of my pants really made me what laugh. What a nice gentleman. The fifties were a different time. I also liked what's so important that you work on a Sunday. Again, that's crazy to me. <laughs> like lots of people work on Sundays. That's true. Um, yeah, that's it. All right. So I got. That's so all light, I got. So light recommend for them. Yeah, it's a. So I had fun with it just because I don't watch this type of stuff very often. And uh, so that was just enough to like get me through all of the yeah. boring shit in my cell phone. <laughs> Anything else? Nothing? That's it. Are we done? Is that the end of episode 97? That's it. Oh my gosh. 97. Oh my we getting up there. Thank you so much for listening. You wonderful freaks. Uh, you can find us on social media. Uh, well, just on Instagram really. <laughs> um, at Forsaken Cinema you can email us ForsakenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com you can go to our website ForsakenCinema.com uh, website's really the easiest place to go where you can message us you can listen to all the episodes are there oh yeah uh, you can head over to our tea public from there you can read about the show um, you can do all that fun stuff and we are available on all streaming platforms yeah. wherever you can get your podcast we are there Please, wherever you're listening, rate, review, subscribe, share, uh, and follow whatever it is you can do on whatever platform you're <laughs> listening to. I know not a lot of them anymore. You well, can write reviews and you, do that shit, but, but you can actually do star reviews on Spotify now. So, oh, um, you can? Yes, but we don't have enough. People have done it, but once you get a certain amount, then they'll show that review to the public. So please, yes. give us some fucking stars, Dude, please, guys. If you're listening on Spotify now that they have that, please, I'm begging you, go give us five stars if you're into the show you're one of our faithful freaks yes, please, please go do that we're begging you uh really help the visibility of the show and stuff the, the more star you know the more reviews and the more things obviously that's why they do that the more you know visible yeah. it becomes to people and then we could do more fun things and maybe yes. like some special gifts and ideas and you know maybe um, but that's it. That'll do it. All right. Uh, thanks again for listening, and we will talk to you guys next week with arachnophobia to close out Bug Month. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye.